guys, and welcome to Chatter With You Matter. This episode is going to be me and Paloma, another intern of You Matter, talking about how social media affects our mental health. Before we get started, don't forget to check out our socials and use the counseling website to schedule your first, second, third, and any kind of appointment. It is included in your tuition. Use it. Take advantage of it. You'll never get it again. Without further ado, let's go ahead and give Paloma a call. Hi, Paloma. Hi, I'm Paloma. I'm a fifth year at Chico State, business admin major. I'm a Libra. My favorite color is pink, and I'm very excited to be here. (laughs) Okay, guys, so today we will be talking about the impacts of social media on our mental health. A lot of us here are using it all the time, um, at every moment of the day, it feels like. So let's talk about it. To get started, Paloma, what has been your experience with social media? How do you use it? When did you start? Have you seen it change different aspects of your life? Uh, yeah, I have a really love-hate relationship with social media. I started using it, I think it was like Facebook in seventh grade. I really wanted like a MySpace, but I was still a little too young for that when I was cool. So Facebook was my introduction. And then in like ninth grade, I went on Instagram. And then from there, I think like Snapchat and all those other ones popped up. I don't know. It was weird because I remember being excited to just like have a platform, but Mm -hmm. I didn't know like what to share. And I like didn't really feel comfortable. I remember like overanalyzing like that I wanted to be like, an aesthetic account was I going to be one of those like people who post memes or whatever or was it going to be like an actual <laughs> like hi this is my life is my life even like interesting enough for it mm-hmm. um but yeah I think I would just post pictures of like I mean what was it like the school dances or like mm-hmm. hanging out with my friends and just from that I've definitely seen social media grow from like you know, just sharing random whatever, like, pictures and jokes to, like, it's, like, a whole, like, entity now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, people have, like, full-on businesses out there. People do, like, their profiles. They're, like, completely different person. Um, It's weird. I feel like it's definitely changed into something that you have to, like, put more thought into of how you present yourself Mm -hmm. Um, because there's so much freedom as, like, to how you can present yourself. It's definitely grown into something that I did not think it would be when I started out. Totally. When you said, um, when you first started, you're like, oh, what kind of account should I be? And I feel like it's almost as if first impressions are out the window. Like, if you have seen them on social media, that's your first impression. So I feel like a lot of us see these as kind of just, I guess, our personal brand, which in my classes, I'm learning that it basically is. But I think we kind of since we're so focused on meeting that brand that we lose a lot of stuff that we would want to share. So it's like we change what we like and what we share and like so much of our identity is in it, if that makes sense. Like we feel like, oh, well, I can't post it because it's not normal for me to post it. But yeah, Yeah. it is weird. It's just, I think it dictates a lot of the stuff we do behind the scenes um, more than we think. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I like what you said about how like, first impressions aren't really a thing anymore because like social media kind of is your first impression of someone Mm -hmm. which is just crazy because like sometimes for like what I do I'm totally exposing myself but whenever (laughs) I post a new picture I'll 
look at my profile again as if I were like seeing it for the first time. Mm-hmm. So like, how does this picture relate to like my past ones? What is it like my profile overall like say about me? Yeah, does it if look good with the other? A ones? friend were to mention me to someone else, and they were like, "Oh, like, what does she look like?" And this is what they showed them. Like, would I be satisfied with this? Is this okay? Literally, it's crazy. I was just gonna say like. With that first impression thing, it's like, oh, I met this super cool guy. Um, we're all going to hang out with him this weekend. And they're like, oh, well, let me see his Instagram. So it's like you don't even really get to meet him for the first time. You're like, oh, here's my entire, you know, his past, like, four years on Instagram. And you see what he's into, what he likes, what he does, how he wants you to see him. And it's just crazy that it's like you don't actually get to meet them. Ah, it takes away a lot of the socialness. And I feel like <laughs> we almost find ourselves, like, asking questions but then not asking questions if you first meet someone you're like oh do you play um lacrosse because it said lacrosse in their bio but it's like oh you don't want to say that because then it says that you saw their bio but then also why would he put in his bio he didn't want people to know but then you're like but I should ask about lacrosse because I know that they like it and it's just like this uh it's just crazy yeah it definitely creates like you know you can talk about certain things, but how do you even, like, bring it up? Yeah, like, almost like this awkward, like, you know a secret about them that they don't know you know. Yeah, I think it's kind of cute, though, because if you do end up being, like, friends, or, like, I don't know, I've done this with my friends, it's, like, you know, once you've reached that, like, awkward stage and you're already kind of, like, bonding and you Mm -hmm. have, like, a relationship set up, I've definitely, like, admitted to it. Being like, oh, yeah, like, I remember when we first started hanging out, I totally stopped your account. Yeah. Oh, my God, I stopped yours, too. And I feel like it's something that everyone kind of already knows about, but you'd still, you don't, like, say it. Yeah, literally everyone does it. Oh, that's hilarious. Um, Well, another thing that I feel like everyone knows that a lot of people do, but don't really talk about it, is, like, Facetune and Photoshop. Like, in high school, like, when you were talking about those like school prom pictures or like the dance pictures like I remember people being like don't post anything until I see it and they would want to like edit it and then like send it back to me I'm like oh my god like I just want people to know I went to prom and didn't stay at home on a Friday night like okay but it's crazy because like for me I take pictures all the time like that's what I want to do but I still don't even notice sometimes when like things are facetuned or things are photoshopped and then someone's like oh my god this is so facetuned I'm like what? like I don't know it's just crazy how normal it is I guess like I'm not very good at it so I never used it but it's just like it's so normalized but it's like why normalize it if everyone's using it if we all don't use it then it's like the same but then yeah. again that's just like the standard of beauty that we're all trying to live up to I used Facetune once, so I have Android phone, mm-hmm. um, for a while, my quality was already kind of, like, iffy, so there was really no point in editing, because, like, the pictures, like, the more you edited, the worse it would come out on the feed, mm-hmm. um, but then I got, like, a nicer phone at one point, and we were playing around with Facetune, and I was like, oh, like, maybe, mm-hmm. and I think I posted, like, two pictures with it, and I didn't even, like, say anything, my friends didn't say anything, and then, like, a week later, I looked back at it, and I was like, this is so bad, and so painfully <laughs> obvious, <laughs> why didn't anyone stop me? <laughs> Yeah, that was, like, my experiment with it, and, like, I hate that it is so normalized, because mm-hmm. I'll look at, like, the influencers or at the celebrities, and I'll be like, oh my god, like, they're so pretty, and I know that it's not real, Yeah, but that doesn't but they're stop so me good from, like, comparisons. It. Exactly, they're so good at it, you're not, like, double-taking, whereas, like, if I did it, someone would be like, um, the lines behind you are completely wonky, <laughs> but, yeah, it's, cr- like, 
all magazines, everything that we like aspire to be and see, like that's all being altered by how someone just like wants it to look. Like in my photography class, we learn about how Photoshop is part of photography. And it's hard for me because being a journalism minor, I'm like, okay, but because I know about all the magazines and all those things. And it's like, I get if you want to put a spaceship in the middle of the desert, that's different than like retouching someone's cellulite or retouching somebody's face to make it look less texturized or something like that. It just, why would we create something so unattainable for everyone when we know we're all looking to be like that? Yeah, no, I totally agree. And for me, kind of growing up on it as like, you know, Photoshop became kind of more commonplace. Mm-hmm. I kept finding new things to be insecure about that I didn't know I was supposed to be insecure about. Yeah. So, like, before the whole cellulite, you know, was disappearing or whatever, I didn't even, like, think twice about it. Oh, same. I didn't even know that was a problem until, until someone took a picture and someone was like, oh, like, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, what? Like, we're worrying about that now? Like, F, we have so many other things to worry about. Yeah, oh. and I feel like it just, like, that, things like that really take a mental toll when that's all you see on your feed. Totally. And you look at yourself all day, every day in the mirror, and it's hard to, like, be comparing yourself to these, like, picture-perfect images of everyone, and then you see yourself when you wake up, and your hair's all crazy, and your eyes are barely open, and you're like, uh, I woke up like this. (laughs) (laughs) But just crazy how much we can compare, like, our lowest lows to someone's highest highs, you know? (laughs) It seems like... There's trying to be this wave on, like, Instagram or social media, really, whatever, that's kind of, like, casual and very, I did wake up like this, and it's not edited, and it's very, like, raw, but then at the same time, it, like, still is. It's almost like a no-makeup-makeup tutorial, you know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. Like, it's just, I don't know. What do you think about, like, the fads that go on social media? Do you think it, like, affects the way our comparisons change? I think it definitely has an effect, but I think the type of effect it has kind of, like, varies person by person. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know, those, I did wake up like this, like, haha, (laughs) flip your phone camera, don't even, like, edit anything, Um, might make other people feel good because it's like, okay, well, you know, I kind of look like that, so it's fine. (laughs) Yeah, so But I also feel like the people who, like, have... I don't know is this gonna be problematic but like the people who have the confidence to kind of do videos like that Mm -hmm. at least in my experience already kind of fit the standard Mm -hmm. of like beauty where they wouldn't need all of that anyway and so then I just end up feeling worse I see what you're saying yeah totally I mean it's like this unrealistic standard of beauty that we're held to and it's like it sucks because I think as women, too, I was reading this book, and it was, like, about feminism, but it was, like, it's super hard, but, like, to not put other women's successes or something else, like, down when you're struggling to find it, and so it's, like, hard because you're, like, oh, well, of course Kendall Jenner looks amazing when she wakes up, like, she's, you know, but then it's also, like, Mm -hmm. but I don't want to be, like, oh, Kendall Jenner, Like, how dare you post a selfie? Because it's like, ah, like, I want to support her. But it's just, like, this ongoing battle of, like, we can never do no right. Or it's crazy. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of, like, internal conflict. 
Yeah. Um, which then I just feel guilty about. <laughs> I know. And it's just like the whole thing is internal conflict. Like nobody's posting a picture to be like, oh, I hope everyone's jealous of me. Like it's like, the, oh, I look good in this. Like, let me show everyone. But then it's us being like, oh, why don't we look like that? When really like we have a perfect picture on our phone that we're beautiful in. It's crazy. Yeah, I think it's definitely what's frustrating about that is that I'm, like, aware of my own insecurities. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, like, totally aware that I'm being irrational for that, you know? Yeah, and then it Like, it's one thing to, like, it. know it, but it's still kind of hard to, like, act on it. Totally. Um, yeah, it is hard. It's just, like... It's almost like just social media in general. It's like we know they're getting all of our information. They know we're, they're trying to get us to stay on longer, but it's like we still use it. You know, like, I know I'm comparing myself, but I still do it. Yeah. But it's like I wonder if anyone listening to this podcast has some tips, please reach out because we're wondering. <laughs> um, yeah, I think what I started to do that, like, helped me at one point is I just kind of unfollowed a bunch of celebrities mm-hmm. um, and influencers, and I tried to make the people I followed people I, like, know in real life. Because mm-hmm. um, I felt like, at least that way, like, if I knew them in real life, the illusion of the whole social media facade was a little easier to, like, see through. Yeah. Um, and it's not like, I don't know, it's not like Kendall Jenner's profile is going anywhere. Like, if I really <laughs> exactly. want to know what's up, I can just search her up. And she's not going to know that I'm stalking her because, like, she won't care. 100 That's actually, I did a fall. I need to do another one. It's been a year. <laughs> but I did a following clean through, too. And at first, I almost felt, like, guilty. Like, I was like, oh, but, like, it just doesn't mean I don't like them. Like, it's nothing personal. Like, I don't not like you. It's more for my own sanity that I'm not just, like, seeing a bunch of people I don't know have, like, their super high highs. And that's awesome for them. Like, I'm so excited for them. But, like, it's hard to see people that you don't see every day or see in person, like, only go through highs. And then it's like, well, this person's blah, blah, blah. But it's like, well, you didn't see them. You didn't have to pick them up a week ago when they needed some help, you know? I think it's interesting, the whole, like, <laughs> following and unfollowing people, how much of, like, a social factor media has been involved in like mm-hmm. I can't remember like the number of times you're like at a party or like you know some sort of social event and you like meet someone they seem cool they vibe and it's like oh my god add me on snapchat or like yeah, oh no like instagram. follow me on instagram and you like follow each other and then usually for me I'm like really bad at like you know following through uh-huh. so I never like talk to them again yeah and then you get this like random person you've met one time like on the thing you're like wait who is this and you're like oh right and it's like I want to unfollow but why does that feel rude and it's not rude it's just like spring cleaning like I don't need everyone's pictures laying around my house I just need it clean but I think like unfollowing I don't follow any of the Kardashians or the Jenners (laughs) um which is hard because like a lot of people do and they're like oh my god did you see Stormy's video like snowboarding down the hill it was so cute and I'm like okay well obviously I want to see a baby snowboarding down a hill like that's adorable but then I don't want to follow them because the same reason you said it just like helps my mental health and my mental sanity for not comparing myself to these like crazy influencer famous people but I think it's hard too when everyone around you is also on it all the time and then it's like oh, follow this, oh, follow that, oh, follow this. And it's like, next thing you know, you've 
you're following 100 more people you don't know. Like, it's so easy to just, like, follow, 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 follow. Yeah. No, I totally understand that. And, like, I hate, like, FOMO. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so if my friends send me, like, memes from an account that's on private, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, well, now I have to follow it. Yeah, like, I want to be I, I don't want to miss out. Exactly. And then you're stuck with just all this, like, unnecessary content. I was reading this book the other day, and it was about meditation, and it was about how when he goes on, like, the subway, he doesn't look at his phone, doesn't really read, kind of just, like, sits there, observes, kind of people watches, just hangs out, and he's noticed that every time someone's on their phone, like, scrolling, or reading a newspaper, or reading a magazine, by the time they get off the subway, they're, like, way more agitated and upset because they, at the very beginning of the day, on their way to work, they just filled up their brain with so much content that's unnecessary, but also sad. Like, news is sad, and yes, we should definitely stay up to date current events that are going on in the world, but, like, you could do that later, or, like, when someone talks to you about it or on your lunch. Like, why start at the beginning of the day scrolling on social media, and I'm a victim of this, or not a victim, but I do it. (laughs) I do it all the time. First thing I do is, like, scroll on Instagram when I wake up, and it's like, why am I putting all this, like, random shit in my brain, like, right when I wake up? I finally got, like, a clean slate, and we just, like, pour so much unnecessary stuff in it. Yeah, I definitely do the same thing. Like, it's it's part of my routine now. Like, Mm -hmm. I'll wake up, maybe stretch a little bit, not even stretch, because I don't even get out of bed, but, like, I'll put my glasses on and then immediately, like, open Instagram. And I think, actually, now that I think about it, I always have some sort of notification Mm -hmm. that I feel like I need to check. And it's not even, like, relevant notifications. It's not, like, someone sent me a message or, like, I don't know, it'll be, like, oh, this one account that you follow posted something. Mm -hmm. Or, hey, like, this one person posted something on their story. Do you want to see it? Yeah. Well, Now I kind of feel like I have to. (laughs) Yeah, and then it's like, and then you're on, and then you're on for an hour. I've been trying the past week to not go on my phone when I wake up. I have not been successful one day. Like, literally one day. Because I think, I mean, not blaming it on the alarm, but I think also since everything's on our phone, when I turn my alarm off, I'm already on my phone. And so it's like, oh, well, what else is on here? I wanted to go back to an interesting point you made, like, I don't know, a minute ago. Mm -hmm. Um, about how, like, the news and social media so, like, intertwined now. hmm Because I feel like that definitely has taken a toll on my mental health, especially these last few months with, like, so much happening. Mm-hmm. We're kind of, like, obligated, right, to, like, stay up to date with everything. Yeah. Um, but there's just so much happening all the time that you can never, like, fully digest what's happening mm-hmm. that I just end up feeling, like, overwhelmed because it feels like you know, this is all just bad news, but I can't not not read it because then I'm not doing my part in, like, helping anything. Mm -hmm. And then I feel like I need to post about it so, like, other people can see it and, like, are aware of it and, like, spread the information. But then that also just feels like it's performative. And so, again, with the internal conflict. Totally. I think when it comes to, like, news and politics on social media, I'm so split-minded about it because I hate it. Partly, just because, like, I hate that I'm scrolling through Instagram and, like, seeing 
all these beautiful buildings or all these pretty pictures or my friends. And then all of a sudden, like, I get bombarded by, like, really bad things that are happening. That sucks because you go to Instagram almost, like, to clear your head, even though it really doesn't, but, like, to kind of log off and scroll endlessly. Mm-hmm. And then you get, like, distracted. But then that's where I like it is because, like, let's be honest, I'm not going on the news app every morning and looking at the news. So it's like, oh, I hate that you're here, but I know you're, it's important you're here. But also, like, if we can make reels, like, let's just make a news tab or something. <laughs> I don't know. I think you're right. You do want to be in the know, and it is doing your part. And, like, protesting looks different for everyone. And protesting on social media, I think can get a lot of backlash, but also for good reason, but also, like, people are just trying to spread awareness about things, you know? Yeah, it does feel performative. Like, it doesn't feel like you're literally doing something. But then at the same time, literally 400 people are about to see what you just saw, so now you're spreading education. But yeah, it's like that internal conflict. Okay, so this is kind of interesting. You were talking about FOMO. You mentioned it earlier. FOMO is, like, my least favorite thing in the world. I get it all the time. Can't help it. But with the protest and stuff like that and, like, being performative, I feel like it's kind of bad, but I guess it's kind of good because it's drawing more attention. But I feel like people almost felt FOMO of posting, like, information or or posting Black Lives Matter or posting all this stuff. I feel like people almost felt FOMO for not doing it that they did. Which, like, in your head, I guess, is a good thing because more people are spreading awareness and stuff. But then I think it leads back to, like, six months pass and now what are people doing? Yeah, like, it's not genuine. You're not doing it for, like, actual change. You're just doing it to look good, to, like, keep upholding that image that you've put out on social media. Yeah. Yeah, and I feel like it goes both ways, too. Um, Because, like what's the point of like blasting them because maybe they are like actually doing everything but like from their perspective you might also just be the one who randomly posts you know yeah exactly I think I had a conversation with my cousin about this and she was talking about how like activism just comes in so many different ways and I think it's really important that when we do see everything on social media that like like for me personally I love graphic design so whenever I see anything I'm like okay cool like I like the way it looks (laughs) But, like, I think we have to keep in mind, yeah, like, activism looks so different, and so do our lives. Like, this goes for everything. Like, social media, you could be a total activist, and you can be a total activist out of social media, or you could not be. But you could also be a cook on social media, but then you literally always go out when you're not cooking on social media. I don't know, it's like, for everything, we have to remember that social media is just what people want you to see, you know? Yeah kind of a twist but yeah it's very filtered and I think that's hard to remember I don't know you say filtered and like you know thinking about like what you post and posting or not posting random stuff and all Mm -hmm. that it was a time I kind of just like accepted that my Instagram is a public profile it's people's first impression of me it's this image or whatever that I want to maintain um and so then my like, second semester in Chico, I think, mm-hmm. all my friends had made a Finstas, or, like, a private account, and so I went ahead and, like, joined that trend, and then that just became, I don't even know what it was at first. At first, it was just random stuff, and then it turned <laughs> into my, like, internet diary, and then, 
now is just kind of like irrelevant mm-hmm. but I think it's it's interesting like the alternatives people go to to like still kind of maintain or like do some sort of self-expression that isn't so polished yeah, yeah I all my friends have fence does when it first happened I was like still on the train but like to be honest like it's funny I love taking pictures I want to do it for a living I, but I don't take pictures of like funny stuff I don't know why I can think of so many things I could post like I just don't I feel like I don't have the content for a Finsta, for good Finsta, you know? And so I'm like, damn it. And so I don't have a Finsta, but all my friends do. But I only follow it on my Finsta, but then I got logged out. So now they all have this secret life without me. Yeah, and I think, I don't know, it adds another social aspect too. Because I feel mm-hmm. like Finstas are pretty common. I feel like I've unlocked a new level when someone is like, hey, add my Finsta. Mm-hmm. Like, add this little second private account. We're like, oh, so we're friends, friends. Yeah, it's like, okay, so so you trust me with this. Yeah, I'm like, okay, this means something. We're getting somewhere. I mean, too, like, I also have another Instagram account for, like, some of my pictures I do. And it's just crazy, like, how many people have more than one or two accounts? And it's like, why? But I get it, like, businesses and stuff. But it's just crazy that everything is on, I would say, personally, as a zillennial or a zennial or whatever, um... <laughs> I would say Instagram is, like, the most poppin' social media app. But it's crazy that social media has now become online shopping. It's become how to keep up with your friends. It's become inspiration. It's become the new news. It's become, like, literally everything. How you find new music. How you blah, 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 blah. And it's just like, holy moly, like, how much stuff can you cram into one thing? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like everything's either trying to fit into one platform Mm -hmm. or I think it's crazy because you also see the effects like physically like in the real world where like people try to get you connected to like a platform if that makes sense like when stores or whatever have like the barcode to like scan or like Mm -hmm. have these filters at our specific location that you can use I don't know I feel like the virtual world and then like the whole like physical try to intertwine a lot and it's a little overwhelming Mm -hmm. yeah it's totally overwhelming and I feel like it's, like, almost a, an infiltration of space. Like, you're kind of like, whoa, like, stay on the phone. Like, But then they're like, oh, I'll give you 10% off if you follow our Instagram and post a story. And you're like, okay, well, fine. Like, I want the 10% <laughs> off. Uh, but it's crazy. Like, it's just in every aspect of our life now. And I feel like, obviously, we need to learn to adapt because that's kind of what's happening. But I also think we really need to recognize that we also need to learn how to turn it off instagram's great i love it i'm on it too much but like i need to learn how to stop using it at night or stop using it in the morning because like we have to have that time with no technology especially when we're all on zoom all the time too yeah too much screen time (laughs) too oh my god way too much screen time i had three classes yesterday this is kind of random story but it relates i had three classes yesterday and Finally, we're all done. Me and my three roommates were out in the living room. The TV is on. And then, like, all four of us are on the couch. One of them is talking to the dog. And then the other three of us are all on our phones. And I'm like, holy. I, like, looked up and I was like, holy moly. Like, (laughs) three phones are on right now. The TV's on. There's music playing in the kitchen. And we literally all got done from a full day of classes. I'm like, how can our brains literally look at another screen? Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> like, why do we even want to after we've been looking at it all day? 
But I guess it's like that FOMO. Like you don't want to miss the next post. Yeah, because everything's so accessible. Updates are happening just like constantly. So you could spend the whole day on your phone and at the end of the night still have more to look at. Yeah. And it's like part of me, it's like, okay, maybe I should turn off my notifications. Like maybe that'll make me stay off my phone more. But then it's like I work, I miss two work emails and something about something or school and then I forget to turn something in. It's like you need it. Like because it's become, it's turned into this tool that like has integrated into work life and that kind of stuff that it's like you have to have it. In all my classes, I have to have a Twitter, but it's like I don't want it. I just get rants on there all the time and then it makes me angry and I want to rant. Yeah, I really admire people who just don't have social media. Oh my god, I wish I could be one so badly. Right? I had this coworker who, I don't know, she just amazed me. Because I, we, you know, we'd sent back and forth a few memes on Instagram and then one day she like comes to work and she's like, hey, mm-hmm. um, just so you know, like, I think I need a bit of a social media break. So I just, yeah, last night I deleted. I, no, she didn't delete her account, but she, like, I uninstalled Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and all of that, so if you need me, text me, like, I won't, I won't be on social media, and I'm not sure for how long, mm-hmm. and she stayed off for, like, months, and I think when I've tried to do that, oh. I've gone, like, maybe a few days. <laughs> yeah, I think it's, like, for me, like, the FOMO, for sure, but yeah, I'm, like, ugh. I wish I could do it so badly, but I just... It fills up too much of my time, and I hate to say it, but it does. Like, I'd be like, well, now I'm bored, and I can't think of anything else to do. But yeah, yeah. And that just makes me sad. Like, how can I not yeah. entertain myself outside of having a phone? Like, we, people went through thousands and thousands of years without this. Like, how can I not go one day without looking at it? <laughs> but that reminds me of one of my friends when I first met him. He didn't have a phone. Like, no phone. And we were, it was when I was studying abroad, and so he was studying abroad too, but he was from Europe. But I was like, you're traveling just, like, without this phone. Like, very free-spirited person. But I was just like, wow, like, to have so much trust in yourself almost. Like, I was like, dang, I wish I could unplug from the world like that. It takes some, it takes a lot of motivation to do it, I feel like. Yeah, I feel like, I don't know, it's just kind of like an endless loop. Like, being on my phone too much, being surrounded by social media stresses me out, but then not being on it stresses me out. Mm-hmm, exactly. So, like, what what do you do? Uh, I don't know. If, if anyone knows, please let us know. Any tips that you have? Tips-wise, it's like, yeah, I think the whole follower cleanse, mm-hmm. doing that semi-regularly, is nice just because... As much as it, like, sucks always being bombarded by everything, we do have control over our feed. Mm-hmm. So I think just analyzing and making sure that the accounts you follow are accounts you actually, you know, want to see make you feel good. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that does have an impact kind of on the experience you have while on social media. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's a good, um, almost, like, rule for, like, should I unfollow this account? It's like, well, does their content, like, bring you joy? If I click that little unfollow button, am I going to feel relief? Yeah, exactly. And then I think just, I don't know, remembering that, like, none of it's real. It's all, you know, images people put up. As much thought you're putting into your profile, other people are putting into theirs. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know, like, making comparisons is hard to not ever do that because I, I do that all the time. But just, like, taking a moment to, like, you know, recognize that, things aren't always like what they seem yeah and that 
Well, I had a fabulous time talking to Paloma. I hope you have a great morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you guys on the podcast are. Bye. Thank you. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in to that episode of Chatter With You Matter, and we hope you enjoyed. Don't forget to check out those socials and use the counseling website to schedule your first appointment, or second, or third. Without further ado, the most important thing, don't forget, you matter. Bye, guys.